when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Whoosh. All right, honky tonk. Well, that was like a really fast car, like say a Citroen or something passing by me on on an air. Passat, a VW Passat. See, anyway, you're looking well. Thank you. How's your health? You've lost a bit of weight, haven't you? Do you think? Yeah, not from your body, unfortunately. Uh, No, no, you've lost weight. I can see it in your face. Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Well, I didn't have any booze on Tuesday night, so it could be that. Yeah, you lost. What if you lost an ounce? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> last night I, I was I, I meant to be 12-1 and I came in at 12-1 and a half I had a really long Chadwick can I call it a Chadwick does that sound right yeah that sounds alright and it took I think me everyone knows what you're talking about and it weighed a quarter of a pound my night my night tinkles took, it was a quarter of a pound last night couple of questions thank you um, first of all why do you need to be 12-1 well I think I look good at 12-1 <laughs> I think I look. I look the business. Optimum weight, is it? Yeah. And secondly, fair enough. We'll move on from that. Secondly, um, how did you wear your Chadwick? Ah, no, because I, I, I soon I went back on the scales and I'd lost quarter of a pound, so I put that down. Oh, you did some like simple maths. Yeah, figured it out that way. I subtracted a a Chadwick from twelve and one quarter and a half. You had Chadwick's. done it into a jug and then weighed the jug. <laughs> oh, no, I'm perfectly willing to do that if you're so interested in the weight. I don't know what it was in milliliters. Let, I tell you what, select, uh, let's weigh our Chadwicks, our, our night, night right. tinklings, on um, Sunday evening. Well, it's something to talk about next week, isn't it? Yeah, something to drink as well if we get a thirst on. Sunday night as well. Yeah, if I've, if I've been out on Saturday night, yeah. you know, all bets are off. Sunday is Jesus' day, actually. Is it right to have a wee-wee competition on Jesus' day? No, I don't think it is. It's a bit disrespectful. What do you want to do, Monday? It's Friday. We'll do Monday. Do Monday yeah. night. Monday, right. Monday night is piss night. <laughs> it's on. All right, so have you got a name for us this week, then? Well, you can always have Ronnie Hot Dog. You know, that's yours. That's safe, Andy. <laughs> You know, that's safe, Ronnie Hot Dog. But as the winter isn't so far away, you could be um, Ronnie Hot Pot, if you want. Um, and do you know what? I've, what about Mr. Huff and Puff? I like it. It sounds jolly, but it also sounds like the kind of thing you'd, you'd call someone who's quite fat. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So what do you reckon? <laughs> I'd stick with Ronnie Hot Dogs, I reckon. Uh, all right, Ronnie Hot Dogs. I'd love you to see you again. Lovely yeah, to see okay. you again. How can I help do you? Wanna, you do, you, do you want to tell our listeners what you've been up to today then? Well, I've been filming a comedy show called You've Drifters. been doing some acting, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I've been doing some acting. acting. Proper I'm, acting. I, I am the worst. Well, I don't know. I've always thought and been quite proud of the fact that I was the worst actor, UK actor. Yeah. Right. 
But do you know the fellow who plays Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah. Is he worse I'm, than you? I, well, what do you think? I've no? not seen any of the Potter films, I don't know. Have you not seen any of his acting? I've not seen a thing that he's done, that. So what part did you play? I imagine you'd probably play like maybe he's a sickly prisoner. No, I play... I play um, someone, uh, who's, someone who's like on remand for rubbing himself on a bus. Oh, God. No, I'm, no Andy, I play a really responsible, loving father of a daughter, a slightly a, wayward daughter. The show's called Drifters. It's in its fourth series. Then. I'm surprised that you haven't watched it. You know, say, oh, see how Bob's getting on in that show. I didn't know you were in it. To be honest, I've never heard of it. What well, channel's right, it on? It's on E4. It's for people under, what, under 28 or something like that? <laughs> under 12s. Ah, yeah. No, it's... Um, so I'll, I'll try and give you one of my lines. Here's, here's one of my lines I did today. Christ. Um, well, I am disappointed. Look... Sorry, but it's everyone. Sorry, Sorry? no, go on. No, nothing. I'm, I, I was trying to act then, Andy. Sorry. I was in the middle of off. it. Right, Even so you've never you've never been on fucking film set in your life. You must know that you don't speak when someone's acting. Okay. Carry on. Carry on. Tell you what, you say you say action. Right. You say you have to say you have right. to say action. Now. Fucking action. action. Well, I am disappointed. Look, if you want to go and arse around in some piss-soaked mud, listening to um, DJ. Spooky, spooky tooth. That's fine by me. And say cut, cut. Yeah, that was that it. was I good that today. That was that Thank was you. that was a pretty good line. That so obviously you haven't written the show. You're just in it. I'm just in it. Yeah, I didn't write it. Yeah, good, very good. Can I assume as well that you're not going into the celebrity Big Brother house? No, nah, not going in. Seeing as you're here to talking though. to me now. Well, Renate from Mob Wives, as, as listeners, anyone who's bothered listening to this before will know, I've recommended you watch Mob Wives. Yes, yeah, I, I think you'd enjoy her a lot. Is oh, she going Sam into it? Sorry, a sheep is going she into going it. Is she going into Big Brother, is she? No, that, no, that, did you ask me if there are sheep going into Big Brother? No, I said, is she going into it? Yes, yeah, Is she? Renate. And you've got Beth from the... Um, the is Renate the one who talks like this? Yeah, <laughs> and notice this stuff. So look, Andy, this is getting to, you know I don't want to be here tonight. I've been filming all day and I've been stuck on the M25. Right. You're a bit pissed. I can see Yeah, you. obviously. Sam Miguel or whatever it is. How can I help you today anyway? Well, I don't know. I've got some football news. All so right, start off the with news. the football news. Uh, the only story I found this week is the story of uh, the Spanish midfielder Javier Hervas, who signed for a Bosnian side FK Zelenica Sarajevo, signed nice. for them a couple of days afterwards. Him and his wife are out in the street walking their dog, and they get set upon by a pack of stray dogs in the middle of the street. Miss, yeah. Mrs. Hervas says, Fuck this, we're off. <laughs> and he's cancelled his contract. Has he? Because they got hassled by some dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I have a certain sympathy with it. Well, Do you know you what I mean? There's a certain freedom of thinking there, a certain free spirit. The game's gone to bits, hasn't it, when that sort of thing happens? <laughs> what about the sanctity of the contract? Pogba, 20 million, 21 million quid for the agent. Is that what he gets? 21 million pounds. So what would you spend uh, 21 million <clears throat> quid I'd, on, I'd, Andy? I think I'd probably buy Merton, the town of Merton. 
Tony Martins. Yeah. Are they looking for, are they looking for a new owner? Well, I think the sheriff disappeared a few weeks ago in suspicious so you, circumstances, so I think it's prime for a takeover. You'd make a really good sheriff, you Andy. I'd be the best Would sheriff. Little, I'd be the best sheriff in history. Would you have two guns or just one I'd on have, the right? I'd have two. And I'd, oh. and I'd spin them on each index <laughs> finger, shamelessly. And where, where would you wear your badge? Right in the middle or, no, or, or no, to the left? Left-hand left side. Classic yeah, cowboy not sheriff. Not the middle. What kind of sheriff wears a badge in the middle? A cartoon yeah, one. Who's ed- one who's edging his bets, you know what I mean? What? What does that mean? Well, the bullets, the, sh- the badge is a kind of shield, isn't it? Oh, you reckon he's gonna, it's going to cover his heart in case he gets shot? Yeah. Well, most people would aim at the middle of the chest, wouldn't they? Well, yeah. But in Merton, they might be a bit cock-eyed because they're always pissed. Oh, right. <laughs> so that's why you put it on the left. Another reason why you quite like to take over. Well, as, if I had 21 mil, I'd buy such a big bell. Right. I'd say, I'd go to the bell factory. Yeah. I'd say, what size bell could you give us for 21 mil? Actually, I'll tell you what, I'll spend 21 and a half mil on it. And I'll get a little, and cause, so my wife isn't upset, I'll get her a little bell. So I'll get a 21 million and a half million pound bell. Yeah. And a half million pound bell. For someone who claims that he's not a millionaire, I'm wondering where this extra half a million's come from for the extra bell. No, I'm saying if I had 21 million because I was Paul Pogba's yeah, agent. If you had 20, so you've spent 21 million on your bell and then yeah. you've just suddenly pulled out another half a million for a bell for no. your wife. No, I'm not fucking, I'm not Paul Daniel. I didn't pull anything out of anywhere. I said, oh no, hold your horses. I'll, I'll spend 500,000 on a bell, another bell for the wife. Right. Anyway, McLaren, I do what happened with I uh, changed the subject. I'll come back to the yeah, millionaire Steve. stuff later. Thank you. Steve McLaren, been a big week for Steve because um, you know who's been in touch with him? No, who? Well, think about what's happening with <gasps> the manager wise. Sam Allardyce. Your fella, Sam Allardyce, has been in touch. Um, wanted to chat about how he felt, you know. It was actually before he took the job. Do you think I should take it, Steve? And so so he invited him round um, the house. But the fat lass, Steve's fat lass, right, she's yeah. always had a thing about Sam. So Steve isn't really that keen on having him round. And does Steve so know about this? You know, St- well, Steve, Steve knows that she's got a thing about Big Sam, so Big Sam phones up and says, can I come round and have a chat about stuff, about the England job? Yeah. And he doesn't really, yeah. he's a bit reluctant, you know, because of the fat lass. But um, as soon as she found out about it, she insisted, said, we'll have a barbecue, right? So right. he comes round. A peacekeeping um, barbecue. Nah, she, I, t- I know why she did it. I don't know why I'm whispering. All right. But she, she knew if, they, if she just did a, a classic beans on toast in the kitchen... Steve would just yeah. say, right, that's great, thanks, love, off you go. Look after Casper, you go, you know. But she knew, do you know, the garden's, like, always accessible. So she could, right. f- you know, flit about, saying, everything all right, yeah. Sam? Do just a bit I mean? of a, so, a sashier here and there. Yeah. Was she oh, wearing so a, sort of a, flap, a flappy sort of summer dress? Hey, well, you might find out about that there. <laughs> Barefoot. So... They go outside for the barbecue and he shows him his veg plot. He says, you know, it's Big Sam, there's my tomatoes, spuds, peas and all that. He's quite proud of it. But the fat lass she's hovering about comes out with the excuse where she's got a great big pan of baked beans and loads of toast, which what she done actually, she pierced the toast onto Steve's samurai sword that, <laughs> that he keeps above his bath. 
So there was like, yeah. I think it was about 38 pieces of toast. Um, and it's like made it more, but what she said was, he's a fun starter, Steve. It's so I put the toast on your sword. Um, didn't I give him a knife and fork, by the way, Andy, if you were thinking about it. She just gives him a big, like a wooden spoon each because she reckons that's a, that's a you know, good outdoor fun way to eat your baked beans. So anyway, Sam right. says, ah, so tell us about, he's, he speaks a bit like that, doesn't he? How does yeah, Sam speak? Yeah, like that, yeah. But like this. No. Yeah, so he says. Oh, for, uh, for East End of London. Oh, is he Londoner? I think he is, anyway, isn't he? Says, so he comes, he says, so Sam says, tell us about this England job, right? And uh, so Steve tells him about his experience. Meanwhile, Fat Lass has been drinking them coffee martinis. Do you know them? Very what? popular drink, the coffee martini. Espresso oh, no, coffee and martini. You give it a go. Um... Then she's got, she's a bit tipsy, so she goes inside, gets Casper, right, and starts doing, like, a fat dance with it on the lawn. Do you know, like a, like a belly dance a thing dance. to try and impress... Yeah. And, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> whenever you do dancing, Andy, you're doing a fat yeah. dance. Would you agree? Oh, right, because I'm fat. Yeah. So that's well, by definition, it's a fat dance. <laughs> Tell me what's wrong with that logic. dance, pal. <laughs> no, but and I'm sure you're a beautiful dancer. I'm sure you can recreate you. fucking thunderstorms with your dance, but you still you'll still be doing a fat dance. <laughs> right, or fair enough. Let's. Uh, um, I should be honest, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a lot fatter than Andy, so it's a, it's not really fair of me. So, to cut a long story short, she ends up collapsing with the coffee martinis. Yeah, Casper nicks off into the veg patch, slips off, and she's just laid there prostrate. About 20 minutes later, Steve says, Oh, Sam, go and pick some corn cob out me. Uh, let's cook a corn cob on the barbecue. It sounds improbable, and yet yeah, it's, I'm hooked. It's the best veg to, to barbecue, isn't it? Yeah. Is the corn cob. So, um,. Sam goes in, sees the yellow gleaming there amongst the foliage, tugs at it. You've guessed it. It's not a corn cob, it's Casper it's the Casper. Snake, yeah? So Casper opens his eyes, staring straight at Sam, thinks it's a bear. And he would, wouldn't you? Thinks it's a bear, spews up, right? But it was quite a funny one for Steve because Sam had him facing upwards and he did like a, like a fountain all the way <laughs> onto the prostrate fat lass. An arc you know, of spew. Yeah, an arc, thank Across you. Across the garden. Andy. Across the garden, soaked the fat lass. And uh, she, oh God, I'm going to stop here because you've heard enough about Steve, but she, she, she's, she's in love with Sam, right? Yeah. And Sam's seeing her like that. She was so upset. I mean, he put the Poirot tape on for her and he put it on loud later the night so she knew he was watching it, but she didn't come down. Right. She didn't come down to a really bad day, that was, for Steve. That's a uh, hoax kind of thing, that, isn't it? Well, I, I, I did, next? You've, you've guessed, yet. Yeah, well, there is next. That wasn't the end of the night. I'll tell you next oh, week, God. Andy. That's a two-parter. So, yeah, it's two-parter. It could even be a three-parter, the way things are going on. Now the lawyers are involved. Oh, my God. Listen, do you want to establish your credentials as a memory man? Oh, well, again? Yeah. Do you not think... Oh, go on then, yeah. Is it football no, I'm, or I'm what I'm going is for it? a different topic. I'm going, I'm going for um, television. television. Okay, well, history. I'm not... 
Okay, well, the credentials I'm trying to establish is I'm not bad on television for the last 30 years. That's as far as I'll go. You'll be all right with this, then. All right, listen, memory man. Do you remember... Do you remember? Do you remember the name of the actor who played the dad in different strokes? Oh, the American one. Do you remember the dad? Tall fella. Yes. Yes, I do. I do, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing get past it. And different strokes probably started, what, 79? So that's outside of your 30-year comfort zone. And yet, you've come through. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember Captain Pugwash in the 1970s? Do you remember all them rude names they had? What we didn't know about because we were only little. You remember? Yeah, what, what? Master Bates, yes. Wanky Jack, Johnny Big Cox. Do you remember? Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you remember 1982? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember it? It was like yeah. 1981, but a bit newer. Wasn't it? <laughs> was that funny? Yeah. Have you ever noticed, right? Have you ever noticed this, Andy? Andy right? Have you? Have you? Hey, come on. Here, hey. Listen up. Hey, 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 hey. Have you ever noticed, you know, people, the modern day thing, people going for a kiss and you don't know which side to go to, right? So you think, oh, oh that is modern. Like. So you, you go for handshake instead, right? <laughs> and your brass hand gets caught on, on, on in the privates. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> Yay! Yay! Have you ever noticed, right, you're in your coffin, right? You never noticed this. Do you remember coffins? <laughs> remember coffins? Yay! Have you ever noticed? Yay! You're in your coffin, but you're not dead. You know one of them things, but you're in your coffin. So you try to bang on the casket, but they've taken <laughs> off your brass hand, right? So they can't hear you. You noticed that? Yay! Thank you. I'm going to try. Can, can I try to remember? Do you remember one? Go on then. It's usually my turn, right. but go on, have a go. Do you mind? Hey, 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 hey. Do you remember that really hot summer we had when there was loads of flying ants and that? <laughs> Is that any good? Yay. Is that any good? It's, it's pretty weak, to be honest. All right. Is that because you didn't remember it or... Just because it wasn't. Well, I remembered it, but it it usually only happens for one day, the flying ant thing. It's not a whole summer. All right. I can't. So, like, say, if I said, hey, do you remember? Do you remember when buckets were wooden? Right. Yeah. Would that work, or is it. No, not really. That's all right. It's all right, but, you know, there's not a lot lot of meat on the bone there, is there? You have to add a detail to it, like. Yeah, there's got to be something about the bucket. Because I did okay. 1982 and said right. why it was funny, because it was like 1981, but newer. But you kind of just said, do you remember it. when a thing was a thing? So if I said, yeah, do you remember when buckets were wooden? Right, so that's the first yeah. bit, yeah. So yeah. They're plastic mm-hmm. now, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. See? Thank that's you, quality. you told me something there. Thank you. Very good. They're plastic now, aren't um, they? <laughs> that could be your catchphrase, that. 
You can just stick that on the end of anything. I love this observation stuff, innit? And well, it, what, what was it my catchphrase? So football podcast. What was the what? What was my catchphrase? You're right. What was it? The oh, plastic God. now? Oh, uh, Is that the, it? The plastic now, though. <laughs> That's good. That's a keeper. 
I'll gonna. I, what I think I'll do is I think I'll try and clean some of my knickers in my coffee percolator. Right. Okay. Okay. I know that hasn't excited you, but I'm going to give it. So a that's. Go. I tell you what, we'll do that Tuesday. Okay. Monday nice night, we'll, we are with Chadwick's. Tuesday night, right. we'll, we'll get <laughs> well, stuck look, at our knickers. No, no, and it's this is typical of you. We're not weighing our 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 Johnsons. We're, Chadwick's is our night, our final evening tinkering. We're yeah, not weighing we're our Monday, privates. I don't want to be associated with that. We'll do it straight after Big Brother on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, I've got some questions for you from me, me blood relatives. All right. About the lifestyle. Right, Bob. Um, it's almost Halloween. Isn't it? Um, yeah. When the kids come round trick-or-treating... <laughs> Do you, do you offer them a selection of chocolate delicacies from the Swiss range, or do you get one of your servants to fire hot oil into their faces from his turret at the edge of your grounds? I don't have any servants, so obviously not. I do offer the local children a selection of cheap sweets, you know, Harry Bugs and little eels and stuff, you know, little jelly eels and all that. So the answer is right. I participate, but I don't use any slaves in the, in the process. Mm. Is that all right? That's that's if that's what you're saying, that's all right. I'm not gonna delve any deeper into that. Bob, it's almost there. Uh, bonfire night. Yes. Um, do you have a bonfire in your garden on bonfire night, just round the back of the orchard, and do you make it from furniture that you've confiscated from the houses of the tenants in the fifty percent of Stockton that you own? I don't have a bonfire. And to be honest with you, Andy, I didn't like, you know, like I'm, if I was having a bonfire, I wouldn't have it right near me apple trees, would I? Do you think <laughs> I would? Sounds like you've, you've, you've learned that the hard way. So, no, I do, I do personally let off about 10 fireworks for my kids on bonfire night, but I don't have an actual bonfire. How much do you spend on the fireworks, Bob? Um, I get, it does have a centrepiece. It does have a, sorry, what was that? It does have a cent. What are you saying? It does have a centerpiece. Quid. Uh, Well, it does have the final firework ten or eight or whatever it might be. Probably does cost about about seventy five quid. But spectacular. Seventy five quid. Have I answered your question? No bonfire. Bob, final question. It's almost Christmas. Um, (laughs) Do you? Do you, can you confirm or deny that you have an ice rink set up around the back of your orchard on that massive expanse of land you've got there? And do you let the alderman and only the alderman break the rules and go around on his big fat arse instead of on ice skates? Well, I don't have an ice skate. Um, I don't think that bit of land by my orchard could accommodate one, actually. Or overcome, I've seen it on Google Earth, it can. Me and you know that it can. All right, I, well, I don't have an ice rink. Um, having said that, should the alderman pop round and want to uh, to skate, yes, I'm perfectly happy if he was to free form in his style. Perfectly happy. <laughs> Would you what, let anybody else free form, or just the alderman? Well, just, no, just the alderman. Uh, just the alderman. To be honest with you, just the alderman. Everyone else has got to use blades. Yeah. Well, there's a safety factor, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Do you know nothing so about ice rink etiquette? So the old one gets the to bend the rules. Yeah, I saw the old one this week, you know. Oh, I'm sure you did. Do you want to know about it? I'm not <laughs> bothered if you don't. Out, no, uh, come well, on, let's have it. Well, I don't know if um, 
the viewers know, but I've just come back from um, America, which is the United States of America, I oh. should say. I went to Palm Springs visiting breweries because have I told you I'm going to become a brewer? Yeah, you mentioned that, yeah, but it's not really yeah. very interesting stuff. So I'll just move you on from that. That's okay. Palm Springs, the millionaire playpen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Who what else was, was there? Like Richard Branson? No, but, yeah, well, actually, Jack, I flew Jack first. <laughs> I flew first class, actually. And, um, you know, where you get your own bed and all that. And I, no, I tell you, no was on, I, I tell you, was on there with me in the same flight was Simon Pegg from Star Trek. You know Simon Pegg. Yeah. Um, a chap called Biffy Clyro. Do you know Biffy Clyro? He's a rock star, yeah. pop star. Is he? I thought that and, was a group. No, no. I think there is an actual um, Biffy. One of them's called Biffy. Yeah, I think the lead singer is Biffy, and for Biffy. Are you not Clyro. thinking of Biffy McLean? No, definitely not. What who plays for who, right. one who plays for West Brom? Anyway, no, and also the nineties, Mike and the mechanic, Mike out of Mike and the mechanics. You know, Mike Rutherford. Right. Remember him? So I Just thought. Him. I mean, this is nothing to do with the old one, but I thought to myself, you know, fuck me if I'm not going to at least into. I'm going to involve myself with these three. Do you know what I mean? So I sat I next did, to side. Hang on, <laughs> was the mechanics yeah. on with him, or were they in standard No, it was just class? Mike. It was just Mike, and he was with three women who were identical to look at, but older, you know, different, different ages. But right. if, you know, if, if you cut through them, you'd only know because you'd, you'd have to cut into them to count the rings, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because they like looked Russian identical. Russian dolls anyway. then? There's nothing like Russian dolls, <laughs> to be honest with you. I'm more like a tree, Andy, that's the point I was making. So, it's getting um, late. I think you should get on with the story. Sorry, of course I will, yeah. So, um, Biffy... By the way, I sat next to Simon, and he told us he told me to watch a film about some kid who had special powers. And here's a bit of air, airline gossip for you: he declined to have the in-flight meal. Simon, nothing really? funny there, just a little bit of gossip for you. Biffy just stood up throughout most of the flight, just like drawing on himself, you know, with a pen. <laughs> That's rock stars for you, isn't it? And Mike from Mike and the Mechanics, he went to the toilet three times, Andy. But his stride pattern and speed of approach yeah. to the toilet was identical every time. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? That's, that's a musician a, that's in a, a minute. That's a well-regulated man, that. Yeah, so... That's, <laughs> anyway. that's, that's, a, that's a man who's travelled first class a lot of times. <laughs> he's confident, he's comfortable, he knows who he yeah. is, what he is and where he's going and why he's going there for a Chadwick. That's a, out for, well, for, you know, I, I tell you what, I wouldn't mind. It makes me want to collect this stuff. I wouldn't mind having little test tubes with, with tinkerings in, like Mike and the Mechanics, Bob Dylan. Yeah. Um, do you know the woman from Middlesbrough does business news on, on the BBC oh, yeah. in the mornings? I've all, big, it'd be big, quite... big Steph. Steph, yeah. But anyway... She'd with a test t- tube. Well, Mike would. Well, Mike's, I think, given that, given like the pattern, the science of it all, he probably does an identical <laughs> volume every time. Do you know what I mean? I don't know about yeah. 33CL. Boring. Anyway, twat. so, so there's, there's bloke next to me in the bed next to me. Yeah. 
You have you have like little um, <laughs> barriers between you and your little cubicles. There's some bloke next to me, wife's next to me on the other side, yeah. And there's got I've got a quick, lovely stewardess, right. right? Pretty big lass. Do you, do you know the ones that are pretty big, pretty masculine, but then they have a their hair in a bun, and there's so. big thick specks. So like they're, they're a bit retro. And they actually want particularly feminine, but anyway, so. Yes, I've got to get, get on with this because I've got to get back to, to I've got to get on with a big brother. So anyway, what in first class, Andy, you have a little screen you can pull out, yeah? I'm watching this movie Simon Pegg has said I should watch about a kid with special I'll, powers. I'll just take and your so, word for it, yeah. And suddenly a box comes up, goes ping, and it says, hello, you've been invited to live chat. Would you like to chat to the person in seat 11A? This is true, Andy. So I think it's, it's the wife, obviously. Well, I don't know. <laughs> It's the wife, obviously. Um, and it's, I said, yeah, so you have to respond, and I'm in seat 10. I said, seat 10, yes, would like to um, have, a, have a chat with you. And um, it said, would you like to have a kiss? You thought it was the wife, obviously. So, so it's the wife, obviously, in seat 11A. And um, so I said, Hello, typed it in. You type it in and send, yeah? Um, yeah. And I've, that's, it's the wife, so I said, you see Mike, Mike, out of the, Mike the mechanic out of Mike and the mechanics, he's on his way at the bogs again, yeah? <laughs> Just for fun to the wife. Yeah. And then I get the answer back. Um, Do you fancy a kiss? <laughs> so I, I, I don't just get, get up and snug the wife. I type back in, ooh, you, you cheeky, cheeky. Do you know what I mean? Cheeky <laughs> thing. And I, I climb up over the little divide um, to approach the wife. She's fast asleep. Ah. She's fast asleep, and it hasn't been her I'm talking to. So, so I thought was she in was seat, in... Then? Well, no, I've, I've, I'm in seat 10. She was in seat 11, and it was seat 9. I just presumed ah. it, was not, it, was, it was the wife. Um, so I'm, up, I'm a bit up looking and as I sit down the bloke I mentioned he was next to me pops his head over his little barrier and he says I'm waiting for my case right <laughs> do you know who it is who is it can you guess who it is is it the alderman no it's not no so who's it going to be it's a fucking town, town clock park, isn't it the town oh. clock's up there yeah so pissing said, all over the alderman's patch <laughs> I said, what are you doing on the flight? No, I'm not angry. I wasn't like, what are you doing on the flight? Just a bit shocked, like, yeah. what are you doing on the flight? Yeah, yeah a bit And he says, excited. I'll tell you what I'm doing. Yeah, and he says, I'll tell you what I'm doing. He says, I'm waiting for my kiss. So I said, oh, fuck, man. So I think, well, I'll just get a little quick peck in, keep him happy. And I, I quite fancied it anyway, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, the town clerk's a good-looking fellow, Andy. I'm not... It, I've He's seen him. I've been on his website. Yeah. yeah. Not, what do you think? Very photogenic. Yeah. Very, no, very smooth skin. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah definitely. Worth a, definitely worth a kiss. So just as I lean towards him, there's a little bit of turbulence, right? And I hear, you know, the tan, like, beep-boo. Yeah? Yeah. So there's a bit of turbulence, and beep-boo. And then it goes, Robert, sit down. Oh, no. How dare you prepare to kiss mid-flight during turbulence? And I look up, Andy, and it wasn't the... You know my stewardess? Yeah. It wasn't the stewardess, took wig off. Doesn't sound like a stewardess. Off. No, it's, it's fucking Alderman. Jesus the Christ. The Alderman. And you'll say, oh, yeah, this, that was a bit contrived, isn't it? 
there's loads of kids in economy walk through, kiss the alderman, this child, kiss the alderman, kiss the alderman. <laughs> the alderman and town clerk are taking the daft kids. You know, the kids without much oh, of a future. Right. Yeah. To Disney so World. Like, they're taking the dreary, reads or dreary kids over at fucking Universal, is it, over there? Yeah. In yeah. Los Angeles. So they're chanting, kiss the alderman, kiss the alderman, kiss the alderman. So I lean yeah. in again, wife pops up. Robert? <laughs> what is going on, Robert? During this flight, Robert? There's not, and there's nothing I can say, Andy. What can I say? I'm about to kiss this, the alderman, basically. He scurried off. You can't violently. even escape, can you? You can't even run away. No, he scurried off, right? And he sat next to Biffy, started drawing on Biffy's face for him. Yeah. And uh, he spent the rest of the flight with Biffy. I said, I'm a bit jealous, so I'm having a right laugh. Right. Sorry, I've gone on about. So, yeah, another, another failed um, kiss. Incident with the alderman. Just thought you might like to know that. It's getting um, it's getting complicated now that the town cry. Sorry, the town clerk. Now that the town clerk's stuck his oar in. Hey, I wouldn't so mind kissing the crier. Kiss the crier. Kiss the crier. Ooh. Wouldn't mind that. I haven't got a song. Have you got one? I've, I've, I've got a Scottish one, but it's not very funny. Well, and you I, do I, it, and then and then if it's not funny. I'll edit it out afterwards, all right? You promise me if it's not funny. I will, it, yeah. yeah. If it's rubbish, I'll edit it out, yeah. I ain't got a tune reel or anything. It's one of my Scottish ones. You do it as a rap? I, I'll just have to do it like as a dirge. You know, like, just... like. All right, yeah, as yeah. A, anyway. This is the tale of Michael Mowbray, a man born and bred... Sorry, this is the tale of Michael Mowbray, a man born on a bed of scouring powder, and be hidden of a heart of pure stone. On his 18th birthday, he announced a barn dance. The price of admission included a free artisan hamburger and an amusing badge. The whole island came, apart from Harry McKay, who had a trumpet stuck up his arse from efforts to blow out an unruly Todd. You've got to stick with it, Andy. You'll get rid of it if it's shit, won't you? Yeah? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. An unruly Todd, an unruly Todd, on the count of midnight, (laughs) Michael Mowbray called for silence. Hey, you bastards, he growled. You know those artisan hamburgers? Aye, we do, Michael. Well, they were near artisan, but frozen ones from Aldi on the mainland. The more fragile in the audience dropped to their knees in pain, whilst those of a firmer bollock twisted their faces in temper. But Michael just smiled as he left the barn and tossed a flaming truncheon into its belly. Eighty lives were lost. Eighty lives were lost. Eighty lives were lost. And now only Michael and Mr. McKay reside on that godforsaken island. And what about Mr. McKay's difficult Todd? And what about Mr. McKay's difficult Todd? 
It fell out exactly one year to the night of the barn dance and is now kept in a box with various other difficult items. With various other difficult items. Oh, that's it, Andy. I'm sorry. Right. Just um, nip it out or whatever. I'll let it out, yeah. Also, we had some animal questions from Twitter today. Thanks for everyone who sent them in. We haven't had time. We'll do them next week. Right, yo. As a pretend ending, as it will say. Right, so um, that's it, Andy. Don't forget to uh, do your tinkering and to try and yeah. uh, clean, yeah. clean your sock in there. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. And I'm pants. off. Uh, have, you, have you not got a song for us this week, Bob? <coughs> uh, no, I you, Genius. No, I forgot, I forgot Forgot to do one. I'll do an extra no. long one next week. Never I got, mind. I'll do extra hey, one we'll on do one next week. week. Brilliant. Thank you, Andy. See you, Bob. Bye. Bye-bye. Plastic now, aren't they? When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.